You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. And now a word from our sponsor, Netscope. Netscope is a worldwide leader in SASE and Zero Trust. Its unified platform, Netscope One, provides optimized access and zero trust security for people, devices, and data anywhere they go, helping customers reduce risk, accelerate performance, and get unrivaled visibility into any cloud, web, and private application activity. To learn more about how Netscope helps customers be ready for anything on their sassy journey, visit netskope.com. In a developing story, LinkedIn may have been breached. More information is out on banks' interactions with Swift. A banking Trojan finds its way into the Play Store. ATM malware performs the functions of a skimmer. Gray hats turn ransomware vigilantes. China quietly interrogates U.S. IT companies on security. And while even cyber gangs have HR departments, you know what? There's still no honor among thieves. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Wednesday, May 18th, 2016. In a developing story, LinkedIn has reportedly been hacked. Account records for some 167 million users are said to be for sale on the black market site The Real Deal. About 117 million accounts hashed passwords are among the data being hawked. Some observers have reached the preliminary conclusion that the breach is real, the data legitimate. The crook selling the information is asking for five Bitcoin, about 2,200 U.S. dollars, which suggests how rapidly data is being commodified in the black market. We'll be watching this incident as the story develops. Postmortems on the Bangladesh Bank cyber theft trigger concerns over the integrity of SWIFT transaction records. Although SWIFT wasn't directly compromised, some banks' interactions with the system apparently were. Compromise of SWIFT interactions would be troubling and not only for the potential of theft. The U.S. government, for example, uses SWIFT transaction data to monitor financial systems for illicit funds transfers. Should that data become unreliable, that eventually could have significant ramifications for intelligence and law enforcement. Users are reminded again of the need for caution in the apps they download. Another malicious app has found its way into the Google Play Store. Blackjack Free would appear to be a gaming app, but in fact it's simply a vector for a variant of the Ace Card banking Trojan. Another problematic app is a flashlight add-on, that is, an app that lets you use your device as a literal flashlight for illumination. Many phones come with legitimate flashlight apps pre-installed. Those that don't, however, are at risk if they try to add this feature to their device. According to Trend Micro, super bright LED flashlight serves up advertising scareware, which falsely purports to be from Google, that tells users their device is infected with malware and offers to sell them a variety of antivirus products. Our advice? Get an actual flashlight. Our stringers pick up two or three of them at every conference they attend. Kaspersky has discovered a new variant of ATM malware, essentially a software alternative to the hardware skimmers mules insert into gas pump payment stations. Kaspersky gives the malware the somewhat obvious name Skimmer and says that it can dispense money, collect and then print pay card and account details, and eventually delete itself. Skimmer uses the commercial Thermita Packer to help keep itself hidden. 
Ransomware seems to attract cyber vigilantes of various stripes. These range from the obvious white hats who develop decryption tools and make them available to the victims to the gray hats who directly interfere with ransomware transmission. F-Secure has published a case study of one such action, the substitution of a public service announcement warning against phishing for the malicious locky payload the criminals had intended to distribute. The long-familiar Microsoft tech support scam, no association, of course, with Microsoft, is perhaps second in longevity only to the Nigerian banking scam, but it's now showing a new wrinkle. Malwarebytes has found a Windows locker that displays during booting and that temporarily locks a user's system. The screen displays a plausible-looking dialog box that tells users they have an invalid product key and gives them a support number to call. Once they call, of course, the victims are tricked into giving up sensitive data. As we've reported recently, the FTC and FCC have taken an increasing interest in how mobile service providers and device manufacturers are providing timely updates. John Michelson is chief product officer at Zimperium. The reality is the mobile platforms are fantastic, right? They're doing amazing things, and they're growing. And the problem is that the rate of CVEs or vulnerabilities that are disclosed is still on the upswing, it's still going higher. So if you look at a stable platform like Linux, it peaked many, many years ago in terms of disclosures of vulnerability. And it's now quite rare to see a very significant vulnerability disclosed in Linux, for example. But in both Google and Apple's platforms, it's quite common to see high severity CVEs uh, discovered. Every few years, we see mobile devices that are radically improved in their capabilities, the number of radios in them, the things they can do, the, and of course wearables after that and IoT after that. So these platforms are, are certainly still on the expanding side, and, and because of that, uh, we're not going to see a slowdown in CVEs for quite some time. So, faced with ever-evolving platforms and threats, what's the best strategy to protect our mobile devices? Michelson has some practical advice. We all need to recognize that the least we could do is to make sure we're running the most current versions of the operating systems that are on our devices and that we're using devices that are well supported. You know, some manufacturers are slower to patch their devices than others, and some telcos are slower, uh, depending on where you are in the world, slower to patch their devices. But we need to, we need to also come to terms with a reality here. The reality is when a vulnerability is discovered, that doesn't mean it was just invented. It doesn't mean it didn't exist before the discovery. When we identify in the security business, here is a zero-day discovery of some new exploit. By, on average, it's been in the world for 200 days already. So in fact, we've been vulnerable to this new disclosure or discovery for at least 200 days already. So certainly patching is good, but patching itself is not sufficient. For those customers, especially enterprises, that trust their mobile devices or that need to, trust the mobile devices, they have sensitive assets on them, they have access to sensitive data, you really should think about on-device detection of these kinds of exploits so that you aren't always late because the disclosure and the discovery is, as I say, hundreds of days after the thing has already been in the wild. That's John Michelson from Zimperium. Chinese authorities are querying U.S. IT companies about security matters. This is being done quietly in face-to-face -face interviews. The companies who've been summoned include Apple, Cisco, and Microsoft. Criminal markets have for some time been evolving into shadow versions of legitimate markets. 
According to an HPE report on the state of the black market, illicit enterprises now have most of the familiar trappings of business. They've acquired FAQs, help desks, customer relations people, quality assurance, even HR and recruiting. They're also adopting the language of the boardroom, which one might hope will impede their rate of technology advance. After all, if CISOs are to be believed, boards often don't get it. And if boards are to be believed, CISOs struggle to discuss risk in business language. Maybe the cyber crime lords will find themselves grappling with the same failures to communicate. We can hope, anyway. And finally, there's no honor among thieves, is there? Because not only do cyber gangs have management challenges, they've also got, well, other cyber gangs. The criminal forum Nulled.io, a popular bazaar for stolen information, has itself been robbed. Various crooks have made off with data without paying for it. If they have HR departments, we're pretty sure the outraged gangs have got collection agencies, too. We hope the good guys get there first. Every day, your IAM tech debt grows. Your multi-generational services struggle to work together. Building an identity fabric can fix this. It makes all your identity tooling stronger and allows you to connect any app to any service you want to use with zero coding, zero maintenance, and zero app downtime. Strata's identity orchestration platform separates the identity logic from your applications so you can optimize existing IAM tools and manage them in a single control plane. Now, every vendor, standard, and architecture work together. In short, building your identity fabric means you can secure your non-standard apps, keep your complex access policies, retire outdated IDPs, and modernize in record time. So build your fabric with Strata Identity and get rid of tech debt for good. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire, share your identity priorities, and receive a pair of AirPods Pro. Offer valid for organizations over 5,000 employees. Connect today at strata.io slash cyberwire. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. Joining me once again is Jonathan Katz. He's a professor of computer science at the University of Maryland. Jonathan, uh, ransomware is a recurring theme on our show. It seems like there's always new ransomware tools. And one of the things that ransomware relies on is encryption. What kind of encryption schemes are we usually seeing in ransomware? These ransomware are actually quite vicious. And what they do is they turn cryptography on its head and they use it uh, against the honest party that they're attacking. And what they're typically doing is actually using public key cryptography, public key encryption. And they're generating, the ransomware is generating a random key, uh, encrypting the contents of the user's hard drive uh, using that key, and then encrypting that key using a public key encryption scheme uh, with respect to a public key that the uh, creator of the ransomware, uh, for which they know the corresponding secret key. 
So what this allows is that uh, if the honest user is willing to pay some ransom to the creator of the ransomware, uh, then the person who created the ransomware is actually able to decrypt and allow the user to, to decrypt the contents of their hard drive. Now, we've seen that there have been some success uh, with, uh, with folks developing decryption tools for ransomware. Yeah, that's right. And it's really interesting there because uh, what, what they're basically relying on is the difficulty of getting implementations of public key cryptography right. And so if the ransomware uh, does not implement the public key encryption correctly, then researchers can potentially crack it. And so in a lot of these cases, uh, what happens is that the random number generation or the random numbers that are used to uh, either encrypt the user's hard drive or to do the public key encryption itself uh, is actually using poor quality randomness. And that basically gives the uh, good guys a toehold uh, with which they can actually decrypt the, uh, the, the user's hard drive without having to pay the ransom at all. So it's really interesting as a demonstration of, on the one hand, how uh, the bad guys are trying to use encryption for their own purposes, but because they can't or they're unable to implement it correctly, uh, it actually uh, backfires on them and allows people to recover the, their data. Yeah, it's, it's a good thing for us that none of these bad guys have you as their uh, as their professor, right? <laughs> That's right. It's going to be a little dangerous when they start taking crypto classes and learning how to implement it correctly. I guess it just serves as a warning for everybody about how difficult the topic really is. All right. Jonathan Katz, thanks for joining us. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. And that's the Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Hi, everybody. It's Maria Varmazas here, your host over at T-Minus Space Daily, and sometimes a guest on Hacking Humans, too. We here at N2K CyberWire work hard to bring you concise, intelligence-driven news and commentary, and we'd like to know how we're doing. Please take a few minutes to complete our audience survey and share your feedback to help us continue to grow and meet your needs. Visit cyberwire.com slash survey. That's cyberwire.com slash survey to get started. Thanks so much for your input as we reach for the stars. It means the universe to us. And now a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. 
Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI.